From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, May 25th. I'm Sarah Wright. Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Corrin told the Board of Supervisors today that the county is in a COVID-19 surge. We were among the first counties to enter the yellow tier, and I believe we may be among the first to be set back to orange. He added that the metrics don't look good. This week, the metrics, which were based on uh, the week ending May 15th, show 6.1 cases per 100,000, which is actually in the red tier. The test pet positivity, the test percent positivity was 4.1 per 100,000, which is in the orange tier. For the first week of those metrics, we stay in the yellow tier, and this is our fourth week in the yellow tier. Next week, based on the week ending May 22nd, we'll show 7.5 daily cases per 100,000 with a test positivity also in the orange. Some cases have been traced back to schools and youth sports. At this point, there are no outbreaks in Mendocino County. There have been 13 separate cases, however, that are related to schools and one infant. None of these qualified as an outbreak, though it's important to see that five were related to youth sports in spite of surveillance testing, which they're doing rigorously. And three of those were actually uh, epidemiologically linked to a separate gathering that all three of them attended. But as a result of this, several classes had to be quarantined and closed. Mendocino County's test numbers are down to 185 per day, well below the state average of 400 per day. Mendocino is also the only county in the region experiencing an uptick in cases, though the numbers are higher in Humboldt and Shasta counties. And the variants are present in the region. As far as variants go, the state lab has notified us of a total since July of 150 tests that show 29 variants, mostly of the California variety, although the UK variety and Brazilian variety have been found here as well. Uh, The latter, well, all of these actually um, are transmitted easier than the native one. And the one that's caused the most havoc in Humboldt County was related to the UK variant, which transmits 50% faster than the native variety. Shasta was related to the South African uh, variant, and Marin recently had an outbreak with the Indian variant. We can basically assume that the variants are here in Mendocino. Uh, The way to defeat them is continued mitigation with masks, distancing, and very aggressive vaccinations. Vaccines are now available to people as young as 12 years old, and vaccination events are taking place at local schools. The ultra-cold Pfizer requirement has also been reduced recently, uh, and we've been alerted that the Pfizer uh, vaccine can withstand regular freezer temperatures for 30 days. Uh, It is still a limitation and a barrier that these vials that are multi-dose have only a six-hour shelf life after they have been punctured by a needle. Uh, CDPH is working on that, but also because supply is not a problem now, they're encouraging us to go and give it to anyone who comes in, you know, who wants a vaccine, uh, regardless of uh, wasting a few shots in a day. Uh, Of course, the Pfizer vaccine is the only vaccine that is authorized for those in our community who are less than 18 years old. Eligibility now includes those over 12 years old, and we're working with the schools and with smaller but more frequent events around the county uh, with our traveling team. And they're doing between one and three events per day. 
Supervisor John Hatchak asked how the surge would affect reopening the supervisor's chambers, which are closed for renovations until September. So I was wondering with the opening of California on June 15th, and yet our surge going on, what the thinking is. Supervisor Dan Jurdy said he sees advantages to remote meetings since they're now available to constituents who live a long way from Ukiah. Personally, you know, I, I've heard positive feedback from people on the coast that they no longer need to drive to Ukiah to um, comment at a board meeting and that it seems more accessible than the old system. Um, and I believe the CEO's office has, has discussed uh, the concept of a hybrid system opening up around uh, September, um, where the chambers could be open for limited numbers of the members of the public. Any board member who wants to be in the board chambers, um, you know, could probably easily socially distance three. And, um, you know, if some of us want to um, zoom in from the coast, that's our choice, um, if, assuming the state continues to allow that. Uh, but but look to the CEO's office, clerk of the board's office to um, update the public on on the renovations and, and plans for the board chamber. Hashtag asked about alternate facilities. Thank you, Chair Jordy. So, um, you know, I understand that, okay, we're renovating the, the board chambers, but, you know, we have taken the meetings out on the road. You know, is there any consideration of using a gymnasium or the community center in Willits or, you know, a place that has ample space to do uh, the meetings because um, I think people want that. You know, I, I also hear that people are happy doing hybrid, you know, where they can call in too. But I think people do want to see us face to face. If it was set up before September, you'd be asking the clerk of the board's office to set up at some other location before September. And that's up to the board. I'm not gonna ask them to do that. I think your, your constituents have been very vocal and then they have been heard. CEO Carmelangelo said she'd provide the board with more details about the renovations during budget hearings on June 8th or 9th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.